I have something brand new that I'm super excited to share with you. It's called the Community Creators Hub, and I've made it just for you. You can search through every episode of this podcast by keyword, download all of my favorite guides and resources, and find all of my recommended tools for community creators. And the best part? It's completely free. Just go to Community Creators Hub, that's Community Creators Hub, H-U-B, dot com to get your free access. I want to teach you about the strategy that we're using to communicate this change effectively so that we can minimize storming by getting lots of buy-in from the beginning. Now, it's nothing that I've invented. It's a change management strategy that's been used in corporations for a long time, and I've just taken it, adopted it, and applied it to what I do in my work with communities. This is for you, the online business owner who wants to maximize your profit and multiply your impact. I'm Shanna, host of the Community Creators Podcast. I've spent over a decade helping top brands and entrepreneurs create thriving communities that increase their reach, retention, and revenue. This podcast is where I share my best insights and invite you into conversations with the world's leading community creators and cultivators. So grab your favorite mug, fill it up, and let's get started. So if you have a course, membership, or group coaching program, Today's topic is one that you're going to want to pay attention to. If you haven't run into this yet, I guarantee you that you're going to have to deal with this in the future. Well, what is it? Well, it's addressing change inside of your community. Now, if you've ever been through any sort of change, you know that change is uncomfortable for people. And it's uncomfortable for a lot of people who are used to a certain structure, maybe certain deliverables, a certain culture, a certain system inside of your community. So whenever you make any sort of shift, whether that's a shift in your deliverables, a shift in your team, maybe a shift in the systems or the tools that you're using, you need to be intentional about how you communicate that change. I'm talking to you about this today because I just took on a new client who was in the middle of one of these shifts. Their membership is about a year or two old, and they decided that they were creating way too much content for their community. So they wanted to shift their deliverables to make it less content-oriented and more coaching-oriented. Sounds great, but when I found out that they had yet to communicate that change to their community and they were about to roll out the change the next week, I immediately went into panic mode because I've been a part of communities that have made changes like this and I have seen the storming that happens when it's not rolled out properly. Now, the train had already left the station with this client. There was nothing that I was going to do to stop this change from happening on the timeline that they had planned. So it was really hard for me to sit back and watch as the storming happened in their community. We did a few things that we could to mitigate it, to make sure that we properly announced it on the day that this shift went live. But we are looking at two months after this change has happened, and we still have people in the community talking about how they are not happy with the changes that have been made, even though we all know that those changes are for their best. Why did this storming happen? Well, it's pretty typical to see storming in a community whenever you have change, but there's a lot that we can do to mitigate that storming if we communicate the change properly. I'm working with another client right now who is going to also be changing the deliverables inside of their membership and creating a whole new member platform for their community. 
So this is a lot of change that they're going to be rolling out at once. Right now, we're working through a change rollout communication strategy. Now, this is a two-month strategy. We are going to have plenty of time to plan the messaging around this change and to communicate it to the members. I want to teach you about the strategy that we're using to communicate this change effectively so that we can minimize storming by getting lots of buy-in from the beginning. Now, it's nothing that I've invented. It's a change management strategy that's been used in corporations for a long time, and I've just taken it, adopted it, and applied it to what I do in my work with communities, and it's called ADCAR. Let me walk you through it, but first, I want you to recognize that depending on how big the change is, that really determines how much time you need to communicate this change and get people indoctrinated to the new whatever it might be, the new deliverable, the new way, the new system. So when you are changing your deliverables in your platform, like my current client is, we want at least 30 days to be working people through that change and probably even a couple weeks before that to start teasing and announcing that something is coming. You don't always have that kind of time and I understand that. But I wanted to give you a perspective about how long you may need to communicate a shift that's happening inside of your business or program. Now, if it's something small, maybe you um, have a team member shift that isn't really somebody who was deeply ingrained in the community or hadn't been there for very long, or maybe it was uh, a quick uh, change in a deliverable, like you've been using Zoom and now you're going to use GoToWebinar. You maybe still want to think through this process, but you don't need to spend 30 days communicating that this change is coming or walking people through the change. So keep that in mind as we talk about this. But I want to walk you through just really quickly this ADCAR model. You can Google search it and learn a whole lot more about it if you're a nerd like me and you want to read in depth. But it starts with the A, and the A stands for awareness. We need people to have an awareness around the need for change. Now, if you spend any time with me, you know that I love a good survey. So I recommend that you are surveying your community regularly. And whenever you are thinking about making a change to your deliverables or your systems, that you survey your community first, because that is often how we get an awareness of a need for change. And so we're easily able to go to the community and say, our survey told us that you wanted more of this and less of this, or our survey told us that you were overwhelmed, or our survey told us that this tool was not functioning for you and we needed to find a new solution. So how are we going to communicate that awareness of a need for change? What if you had the right story for the right person at the right time, every time? Well, you can if you leverage my streamlined story system. I'm going to show you proven ways to collect, organize, and share stories like a pro. Just go to streamlinedstorysystem.com to check it out and use code creators to get a special discount. The second piece is the D, and that stands for desire. How are we going to create a desire for them to want to change, to want to adopt whatever this new platform is, to get excited about whatever this new deliverable is, or to welcome in this new team member, whatever it might be. It's the desire piece. And this is when you have to put your marketing hat on. And you've heard me talk about this before. We don't stop marketing and selling to our members once they join. It's just we're no longer selling that particular product. But we still need to be selling them on beliefs, on ideas, on systems to get their buy-in 
So for the desire part, you want to make sure that you're sharing what's in it for them. What are the benefits of this change for the people who are in your program so that you can get their buy-in? The first step is awareness of the need for change. The second step is desire for the change. And then the third step is knowledge on how to change. So when we get buy-in from people about the change that's happening, the next thing that they're going to want to know is how do I participate? How do I adopt this new platform? What do I need to know? What do I need to do? So even if that's absolutely nothing, you need to communicate to them that it's absolutely nothing. If they need to check for a certain email or if they need to show up at a new time or or save a new link or learn a new platform, you need to be communicating that to people in detail. Remember that clarity is kind. So we want to be really clear about whatever knowledge they need to have on how to participate in this change. Awareness, desire, knowledge. And now we're going to move to the second A, which is ability. Do they have the ability to change? Now, if I tell you that you need to move to a new platform, but I haven't given you the URL to do so, that's going to be challenging. If I tell you that you need to download a mobile app, but it's only available on iPhone and you're an Android user, guess what? You don't have the ability to adopt the change. So we need to be asking ourselves, what do they need in order to be able to adopt this change? Now, you can see how this is getting a little bit tricky because in a corporate environment, this is like, do they have the the tech tools? Do they have the skills that they need to adopt this kind of change? It's not as much that when we're talking about this as we apply it to our communities, but you still need to be asking, do they have the ability to do this? And that means that you're testing to make sure that whatever transition is happening is working, that you're thinking through the frequently asked questions that they're going to have about how to adopt this change, and that you are prepared for that so that when there are roadblocks that they might encounter, that you are making sure that they are able to overcome them. Awareness, desire, knowledge, and ability. And then finally, the R stands for reinforce. We need to make sure that we are reinforcing the change. If you've ever heard me talk about onboarding, you know that I say always be onboarding. Well, I feel the same way about change management. When you're making any sort of big shifts inside of your community, you need to be thinking about how you're going to reinforce that change. So often, People who are leading communities will announce a change one week, make the change the next week, and then never talk about it again. Then they wonder why people are emailing into customer support a month or two months later because they can't find their login to the community. They can't figure out where the live calls are. They don't know what happened to the Facebook group, right? That's because people are not sitting and paying attention to everything that you're doing in your community every day. There are some people who may check in on your community once every few months. So we need to make sure that we are reinforcing this change, that those FAQs don't go away, that the announcements don't go away, and that for the next few months, we make sure that people are equipped to make this change no matter when they find out about it. So what we don't want people to find is an archived or paused Facebook group that no longer exists, and they think you've shut down your membership because you haven't done a good job reinforcing the transition that's happening. You don't want them to not be able to contact support because you changed your support email and didn't continue to communicate that for months after the change. So keep that in mind. How am I reinforcing this change over time? Now you know all the steps of the ADCAR model. The first one is awareness. 
creating an awareness of the need for change. The second one is desire, getting the buy-in for them to want to change. Then we move on to knowledge about how to change, the ability to change, and then finally reinforcing it. So whenever you're making any kind of shifts inside of your community, I really encourage you to walk through this model. If it's a small change, maybe you just spend 15 minutes going through this with your team to make sure that you haven't missed any elements and that you're going to have a smooth transition. But if it's a bigger change, I really want you to think about this three months before the change is going to go into place, if you can, and give yourself as much time and your community as much time as possible to adopt the change. And that's going to be the best way to avoid storming as much as possible whenever you are changing things inside of your program. So if you found this helpful, I encourage you to subscribe, maybe even leave a review or share it with a friend who you know is about to go through some changes inside of their business or program. I'm sure they're going to be grateful that you did. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Hey friend, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe. Then do me a favor and leave a review letting me know what you want to hear more of. To learn more about the show or connect with me, head to shanalyn.com. That's S-H-A-N-A-L-Y-N-N.com. Until next time. Hey, if you're serious about creating a thriving online community, then you need to really understand the four foundations of every thriving community. I'm going to teach it to you in a free seven-minute training. That's right. It's just seven minutes. You don't even have to give me your email address to get access. All you have to do is go to freecommunitytraining.com or DM me the word training over on Instagram to get access.